it's kind of like uh, vehicle inspection on steroids using AI technology. Uh, uh, you have it uh, at the tip of your hand in, in your mobile device. You can see these things that uh, were a bit uh, relying on mechanics. Be lean and, and use the, the least resources to have the most relevant eyeballs that, you know, whether it's dealer groups, whether it's in the end getting to the car manufacturers. Welcome back to another episode, World, to uh, Marketing on Mars. Today, we have a, a special guest working on uh, a CMO, working on some very interesting technology. So, uh, Yaron, um, I hope I'm saying your, your name correctly. Yeah, you can just say Yaron. Yeah, Yaron Sagiv. Yaron Sagiv. Uh, he's currently the Chief Marketing Officer at UVI. Uh, honestly, I've seen a lot of different startups. This is probably one of the more interesting startups I've seen. So super excited to dive into that. But before that, maybe just I'll give a short little intro. Uh, Yaron has um, worked on a lot of different startups, both in Israel, in London. Now he's in the US um, for a variety of different uh, industries. Uh, maybe Yaron, if you can just kind of give us a little bit about your, um, you know, h- how your career progressed and how you became the chief marketing officer at UVI, that would be uh, fantastic. Sure. So, uh, yeah, I've, uh, been involved in startups, uh, for almost 14 years now, uh, from the age of 23, actually, um, uh, co-founding and, and, uh, mainly being the chief marketing officer in uh, uh, both B- B2C and also B2B companies, um, from uh, varying from uh, the leisure industry, uh, um, different uh, SaaS platforms, and to what, uh, what I do today at UVI, which is uh, an artificial intelligence startup uh, in the automotive space. Uh, so throughout the years, I've, I've uh, as you mentioned, uh, marketed uh, and being an active part in companies from early stage up to scale like we are at now in in israel in the united states in the united kingdom london manchester uh, singapore so quite a few markets of taking a concept that has uh, raised quite a bit of funds and then um, implementing it to to a scalable scalable solution and manner yeah and i'd like to just say for the listeners, I know we're two minutes in. Um, just you know, it's a startup, but they've raised uh, in a, in a couple of different uh, Series A, C, B, and also C. You've raised over a hundred million dollars. So even though it's a sure. startup, it's not you know a typical bootstrap startup. And you guys have you guys are doing crazy things. So um, uh, I would love to kind of just dive into it. So on a very very high level. Um, and we might show some videos um, uh, in, in the show notes. Um, but in a very high level, essentially, it's kind of like uh, vehicle inspection on steroids using AI technology, almost like, uh, um, h- how would you describe uh, UVI to someone who's just kind of like never heard of it before? So what we do is we create automatic inspection devices for system for, for vehicles. So it's automatic inspection systems. Uh, a good way to describe it, which isn't very accurate, is almost like a, an MRI, a visual external MRI for a vehicle. So it's almost a station that's modular. 
It combines three main pieces of hardware, which is connected to an algorithm or a software on the cloud. But basically, it's, it's different cameras and sensors and lighting that takes pictures all around your vehicle and within seconds can tell you anything that's wrong with it. Yeah. Um, and and it's, it's crazy. So basically, any vehicle, whether it's a car or, or a train or, or an airplane, can essentially just drive over or, or through this kind of machine and in, a, in, in like three seconds or something, be able to take, uh, you know, be able to know every single area where the vehicle is damaged, um, whether, whether there's rust or anything within three seconds, right? Or is it even faster than that? Yeah, it's, it's drive-through. It depends on the internet connection. Just to correct you, today we, um, we're applying computer vision to look at certain areas and, and look for things like you mentioned, rust, oil leaks, broken parts, low tread on the tire, issues with, with uh, foreign objects and nails in the tire, scratches, dents around the vehicle. Uh, we don't scan airplanes and trains just yet. We're very focused on, on vehicles, on cars, uh, any type yeah, of car yeah. could be, you know, a SUV, could be a private, could be a truck, uh, any type of uh, vehicle. And uh, as you mentioned, these are automatic devices, uh, which are seamless. Uh, they create a very good experience, whether you go to the dealership, uh, which is a big space where we are operating or uh, auctions or fleets that want to, uh, uh, predict and prevent uh, mechanical and safety issues. And uh, it's almost like a, a, a small tunnel uh, with, with lighting that you drive through it. And once you drive through it within seconds, whether it's on a tablet or on your phone or on a big TV screen, it will just tell you anything that could be wrong with your vehicle and requires attention. Wow. So the main focus right now are cars. And you mentioned, uh, uh, you know, there has been a lot installed over 200 installations worldwide, right? True. Um, True. And you're working with big dealerships. Can you name some of the dealerships that you guys are working with right now? Sure. Um, so we already installed in uh, almost 100 dealerships across the United States, pretty much all car manufacturers that you could imagine or that you know. It's worth mentioning uh, Volvo, Toyota, uh, Hyundai, uh, General Motors uh, and also CarMax. They are uh, uh, some of our strategic investors and with most of them, we also work in one way or another. Uh, specifically, Volvo uh, Volvo Cars U USA and, and General Motors are uh, two car manufacturers that have uh, really supported us uh, in terms of uh, scaling and offering this to their wide dealer network. And this is what we are mainly focused uh, on today. Wow. So it's been quite a journey. Um, you guys started around 2016, six years in, raising $100 million, and now uh, two, over 200 installations worldwide. Um, my understanding is uh, you guys didn't start off in the car market, right? When you guys first built it, uh, it was uh, for a different, totally different market. Uh, can you maybe walk us through kind of the, trend, the, the growth of, of the company, where you guys were before? Um, and where you guys are at now, just kind of uh, how the company grew. Yeah, um, it's a pretty interesting story, actually, because when we started creating automatic inspection devices or scanners, if, if you want, for vehicles, it was for really a different purpose. It was uh, the first device we created was an underbody scanner. So almost a, a kind of a flat scanner you put on the ground and you drive over it which uh, uh, would take uh, thousands of images below a car. 
to actually find things like IEDs and bombs and drugs and illicit materials, uh, explosives and uh, different things that shouldn't be below a vehicle when you enter a, an embassy or a seaport or an airport or a sensitive facility. So originally we started from uh, having building these devices powered by an, a machine learning uh, computer vision algorithm to automatically detect and, and show and expose uh where these kind of of things that shouldn't be there are uh and it was an interesting story also marketing wise of kind of starting through that uh for for a year or so and then understanding that this technology of looking at a vehicle on uh, certain areas uh, and and kind of analyzing the texture the color the size seeing if something that is attached or modified there doesn't belong there and uh, by coincidence, also finding things like oil leaks and broken parts and rust and other mechanical and safety issues that anyone has below their vehicle, that was that that actually kind of led us to relationships with car manufacturers uh, and to a place where we wanted to really look three, 360 degrees and being able to tell you anything you need to know about a vehicle just by its exterior. So it was a very natural progression from finding illicit materials and, and bombs essentially below vehicles to, okay, we can use the same kind of technology to also look for safety issues and alert them in, in real time. And then we added more devices to look all around the vehicle. Wow. So is now the focus moving forward still to focus on, you know, working with these embassies and looking for, you know, dangerous bombs or that kind of, uh, that kind of market, or is it more the focus towards, car manufacturers now expanding worldwide into other car manufacturers, maybe supercars or what have you, like what, what's the aim uh, moving forward? So uh, to, to your first uh, question, um, we, we're still installed in some sensitive uh, Homeland security related sites. And, and there's quite a lot of uh, infrastructure companies that, that use these kind of scanners to, make a more uh, uh, seamless experience at the access uh, control points or uh, vehicle access control points. Uh, our main strategic focus today is in the automotive market. Most of our relationships and, and uh, agreements and installations are today around uh, dealerships, auctions, and fleets uh, all around the world, but uh, with a bit of uh, more focus on North America. Uh, and today, our main focus is to bring this product to scale to really standardize the vehicle inspection industry. So when yourself in Canada, in Vancouver, or myself now in New Jersey, we would take our car to get serviced or, or uh, uh, oil changed uh, or uh, for even the DMV facility uh, or the MOT in Europe to, to get your vehicle license, there will be one process which is objective, it's efficient, it's quick, it's, it's, it's quick. It looks at your vehicle, the, the, these devices actually help capture uh, imagery around your vehicle and it just gives you a full report of anything that needs attention. So our main focus is now installing in thousands of sites, uh, first in the United States, but then also around the world where we already installed in places like Germany and Japan. And an interesting, another interesting angle, and I'm just thinking about this right now, might even be like insurance, right? Like car insurance when they're analyzing your, uh, inspecting your car to see how much premium you pay for your car insurance, you know, mm -hmm. or maybe when you're selling a car in the future, right? When you're selling a car back into the, to the dealership, like there's a lot of different angles, but that's a, um, 
No, that's that's super cool. Um, what's the business model like? Uh, do you guys are you paying for the machinery, the setup, or is it like a reoccurring, like pay per scan kind of setup? Like, what's the model? It's a good question. I think we uh, we're a pretty unique combination of hardware and software. There's not a lot of companies that offer a kind of a full suite uh, as we do, which on one hand is based on these touch points, which are physical which give you the best kind of imagery, the highest resolution, uh, a standardized kind of repetitive, uh, high quality image that we can analyze. Uh, but the, the real power is in, in the cloud and in the algorithm. So uh, um, most of the business models that we work with are uh, based on what we call inspection as a service, which is almost like SaaS, like uh, uh, other kind of services that you may know. And we usually work on monthly subscriptions, which are based on different uh, criteria is like uh, uh, the amount of uh, vehicles that will go through, so the, the volume, the data, uh, the amount of uh, lanes, uh, uh, so how many devices will be required, uh, and uh, also um, things uh, uh, like uh, which which devices are relevant, whether it's only underbody and tires, whether it's underbody tires and exterior, so any of the three could work together or alone. So there's quite a few bundles, uh, which usually end up in a, in a monthly subscription. So cool. Um, and is everything made in the US or are they made, uh, or is everything made in Israel or UK or? Yeah, no. So, so it's, uh, assembled today and, and, uh, I would say supported by, uh, companies in North America, partners that we have in North America. I see. Cool. Cool. Um, so let's let's get into everything. Um, obviously, mm -hmm. you're in a very interesting market. I don't even know what you call this market. I, I guess it's automotive, but it's very uh, innovative in that sense. Like, mm -hmm. what's the key to marketing in in your in your area? You're you're kind of you're B two B. You're not really B two C. So mm -hmm. what's the what's the key to marketing for you guys? Um, so first of all, regarding which space we are at, uh, we are an artificial intelligence computer vision company. So the, that's the technology we bring. But our main market is, is we're an automotive tech company. Uh, that, that's our focus. Um, so uh, and, and that is very B2B. But like you said, um, if originally in order to find our grounds and build the right partnerships and give the right value proposition, uh, it was very much about who are we working with, which use cases, who are the people that are benefits, whether it's, uh, you know, benefiting from devices like this, how much are they willing to pay, which are clear product marketing questions. I think that what we're understanding more and more is that our product in the end touch, touches people or consumers, just like me or you that own a vehicle. You drive through a dealership, you see a big screen, you're just, you know, you're about to be scanned. You drive through this device when, when the traffic light going, goes green, and you get out of the car and a big touch screen is waiting for you with your complete vehicle status and report. So uh, the the customer experience is very important for us. And a lot around our messaging and uh, um, about how we tell the story of UVI is related today to the, to the customer experience. And that's also uh, kind of a joint vision and, and something very important uh, to us and to General Motors, for example, that we partner up with. That uh, besides us uh, telling the story of how this could uh, uh, increase uh, uh, efficiency and it could uh, make, make give more funds and more resources and and make more money and save money and do a lot of 
wonderful things for businesses that use this, uh, we're mainly interested in, in telling the story from the customer point of view of, of how transparent it is now to understand what's wrong with your vehicle, how quick it is. Uh, uh, you have it uh, at the tip of your hand uh, in, in your mobile device. You can see these things that uh, were a bit uh, relying on mechanics or or on definitions uh, that you never understood before, and suddenly it's accessible to you as a person. So um, in terms of our marketing efforts and story, it's very much around uh, uh, talking about the benefits on the B2B level, but giving the experience uh, feel on the story on, on the consumer level as well, while also uh, um, uh, kind of telling the story of standardizing an industry or standardizing a process that was very much manual. Because what we are essentially doing is we are taking artificial intelligence and specifically computer vision, and we are looking at a process that was manual for a long time, and we're applying it. Uh, uh, we, we're applying it to just do it much better, quicker, faster uh, with data. So um, the standardization is a very important message for us as well. So if I were to pr- paraphrase, keys to marketing, at least in the beginning, was partnerships, mm-hmm. and then value proposition, and then messaging. Those mm-hmm. are the three keys to marketing for you guys, right? Yeah, I think I that uh, it. I think that it progressed over time, uh, but but yeah, you're right. I think that in terms of sales efforts, it's always you know, and that's uh, uh, principles in in uh, making your resources more efficient, or even in B two C B two C things like growth hacking, um, mm-hmm. finding the right partners. That uh, in our case, car manufacturers uh, understood the value of what we do and uh, got the testimonials bottom up, and then partnered with us on a strategic level and also the value proposition of what it actually brings and what it actually does with the right messaging, which talks about the experience, these three paired up or married together, these three uh, uh, different uh, um, characteristics or, or elements, um, they're, they're the ones that tell a good story and, and people get it to get combined with great technology that really gives, you know, really good value. Yeah. So obviously now with partners like Volvo, Toyota, GM, life is probably a little bit easier for you guys now, right? But in the early beginnings, when you guys didn't have these partnerships, what was the secret sauce? Like how did it obviously, it might have taken some time, right? You guys started in 2016, it might have taken some time. Like if you were to if you were to say what was the key there, and when you talked about growth hacking, like how did you get in front of these big groups um, in the in the early stages, and what did you guys focus on back then? Um, it's it's a good question. I think we went through different times. Uh, by the way, the fact that we have great partners now, um, on one hand, it makes us more trusted, and and uh, we have much more access to to people that we want to work with. But it yeah. also puts uh, a lot of responsibility on our shoulders to deliver to you know. Uh, For sure. Give the best uh, service, uh, uh, portray the best uh, uh, content and best practices and training materials. So uh, our, our life uh, uh, didn't necessarily get easier. Uh, uh, it just got more, uh, you know, uh, attentive to to scale. But if you if you speak about things that uh, worked uh, well early on, um, I think we're very lucky to come from an ecosystem in Israel 
which uh, um, the, the automotive scene and automotive technology scene in Israel is um, very advanced, whether it's uh, uh, startup accelerators that I can mention like uh, Drive or uh, a body like EcoMotion, which brings the top executives of car manufacturers and decision makers from all the world once or twice a year to Israel for big events. So um, wow. in, in some respects, we had a great technology. There's a lot of people that worked very hard on, on you know, uh, um, making it super versatile and, and tangible, and it just got better and better. And on the other hand, we had the right opportunities to showcase this to, to people who are important in this industry. So it was uh, a good, uh, you know, uh, on, on the other hand, I think as we progressed and once we started picking our focus, which is today many dealerships, options, and fleets, uh, whereas we worked with other other kind of companies like insurance, like logistics, but these are the three that we work to uh, work mainly with. I think that the the secret sauce, if you will, or you know, uh, I would say decisions are to focus and not go to planes and to trains and to different other kind of categories. Absolutely. So focus on vehicles, focus on on the use cases, uh, and then also understanding. Uh, where we put our resources and our efforts to, uh, you know, um, be lean and and use the the least resources to have the most relevant eyeballs that, you know, whether it's dealer groups, whether it's in the end getting to the car manufacturers, whether it's, uh, uh, you know, connecting to the National Dealer Association here in the United States and other kind of organizations. So it's, it's just about uh, being humble and understanding the market and, uh, um, trying to make our resources uh, as most efficient as possible with uh, um, not being afraid and shy to use industry professionals to refine our value proposition, to tell the story better and better on how this could actually solve problems for these people. Because, you know, personally, I'm, I'm in marketing for quite, quite a long time, but um, not from automotive and uh, the, the co-founders of the company and uh, the chief strategy officer and other people in the company as well. Originally, we're, we're not from automotive. So um, I think uh, being humble and being agile and um, building these partnerships, nurturing them while just refreshing our, uh, our story and, and values or, or value proposition to the different roles, to the different use cases and, and all the time improving it, uh, got us to really good places yeah so it sounds like the focus right now really is around content and uh, education um right uh, mm-hmm. of, of what you of uvi's technology uh what are some of the channels that you guys focus on nowadays um like how do you get the story out to the masses so um i'm i'm a big fan of 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 true impact uh, in the end of the day um we as the marketing team at uvi we need to have all the tools to get the right evidence and the right best practices and the right stories of the impact that we're making. And then the story will tell itself. Uh, the technology, if you see it, pretty much talks for itself, uh, but uh, it's our job to make sure it's shown in the best manner. Uh, and uh, once we have these advocates, which we are making an impact on, uh, and we are uh, uh, really, uh, you know, making a change for them. Um, it's it's getting out those stories with, uh, you know, the network that we build, 
uh, with using their own channels even if the dealership is very happy with us we we can build assets for them and help help them mm-hmm. tell the story so help them help us basically and help themselves to tell their customers that they now have this really unique experience when you you come to the dealership so it's empowering the the existing clients it's telling this story whether it's on our channels or their channels it's using using public relations wisely and building our relationships with different publications and journalists that keep following us and uh, are excited about what we do and are, are excited about uh, bringing technology to the service lane and to the auction world and to the fleet world, which uh, a lot of the things, uh, you know, there's a lot of money there. There's a lot of efforts there. There's a lot of resources in the automotive industry. And uh, why not have the best technologies there? Why not? Uh, uh, make uh, processes uh, more automatic and more efficient and and based on technology and focus people's time on on what's important for example inspecting vehicles why do you need to uh, take every single vehicle and put it on a lift uh, in some cases not even on a lift but uh, or walk around it and, and take either pictures or a, a, a manual kind of inspection with your eyes when you can just drive it through a device like this that uh, shows you where you need to focus your attention and look at while also providing a much better customer experience. Uh, so um, I think that uh, um, telling that impact and story and how it affects those places in numerous channels, that that's my uh, kind of jurisdiction and humbly saying, I think we do a pretty good job. I think so as well. Well, you're on, um super, super happy that you came on. Uh, for people that want to uh, learn more, we'll have the email, uh, we'll have your website on the, on the show notes um what's what's next what should we look forward to for the over the next six months 12 months like what's the next milestone for you guys so uh we had if we're speaking also specifically about our marketing kind of uh, awareness uh, work so we had two very big uh, announcements uh, recently one was uh, general motors of them embracing our technology and and uh, helping us uh, uh, kind of uh, um, tell this and, and work with their dealership network, which is over 4,000 dealers all across the United States. And also Volvo, which just an- announced a program to actually give incentives and help their dealers get this kind of technology. So we've got these two giant car manufacturers with thousands of dealerships all across the U.S., uh, you know, saying publicly and also in their internal channels that they are keen for, uh, for this to be their dealership experience. Uh, and, and there's also, as I mentioned, other cases like, like, uh, auctions and fleets, which a lot of interesting things are yet to come soon, uh, in, in those, uh, two use cases. But if we speak about the dealership world, uh, you, you know, uh, uh, I think everyone can expect seeing more and more devices of these types in, uh, in, in places where you buy or sell your, your car or uh, service your, your vehicle. Uh, so, uh, I would say, uh, you know, uh, keep a lookout for, uh, these kind of, uh, devices that, that help you, uh, automatically show you anything that is wrong or, re- or requires attention or even not wrong, just give you a status of your safety situation of the vehicle. And I believe that in the next couple of years, uh, more and more consumers like me or you driving our car will just get exposed to this and, and get to experience it firsthand. So that's what I would look for. Uh, and, and, you know, personally for us at UVI, we have a lot of work to deliver and do a good job in, in, in standardizing this and, and, uh, delivering these devices to these thousands of places, telling a good story, 
Uh, and also a few more interesting announcements in other fields, which uh, I can't disclose yet, but uh, <laughs> you guys can keep posted. Well, let me know once you guys uh, expand to Canada. I'm excited. Uh, I'll definitely be one of your first customers driving through that thing. And I'm uh, happy to have you back on the podcast and help uh, spread the word when you guys do. Sure. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Jaron. Appreciate your time. Mm-hmm.